Hello and welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. It's the podcast about... What are we about? Uh, I don't really know. We're in uncharted territory here. We haven't had any rugby to talk about for weeks, but thankfully the news has kept coming. Ben, uh, ben and Mauritius, uh, you're in lockdown. We're in lockdown in South Africa. What is the podcast about now, these days? I don't know. Like, what was the podcast ever about, even when there was rugby on, to be honest? Adam? Um, like, the essence we, of rugby, we, maybe. Yeah, we are always a bit of a rugby-adjacent podcast anyway. <laughs> I've got in my rugby fix from just watching tweets of the players at home, just like whatever videos they put up. So Quade Cooper got bounced by like his two-year-old nephew earlier this year. Yeah, but that's, today. So that's vintage Quade Cooper. Yeah, yeah just, like Quaid, 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 Quaid was probably going for a full-on hit, and he just the nephew just dropped his shoulder, and Quade like reflexively just took the bounce. Yeah, no, great, great age shit. The two-year-old just went for the, went in for the try, and even did a front roll for a celebration. Oh, taunting him, nice. Uh, how's how is lockdown going in Mauritius? Uh, yeah, we we day ten now. Um, Jeez, we're only day three. Yeah, yeah. fine. No, no, but I'll, I'll say th- day three is significant. There's definitely like a three-day hump with lockdown. Um, so yeah, I think once you get past day three, you can kind of manage for a while. But yeah, they they closed the shops on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, because people were just being complete idiots. Mm. So if people are but, idiots. Yeah, broadly, like, broadly like no, because the problem was people were basically bored, so yeah. they were just go going to the shops for something to do. Yeah, I'm fighting the urge so myself. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of yeah. Anyone listening, please don't just go to the shops because you're bored. Oh, At, yeah. Yeah, I had to shit on my parents about this. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. So should we but, should we discuss where Alex is right now? Yeah. He, he's out no. on the shops, mad maxing it around Cape Town streets. Apparently, he's, tweet, he's, tweet, he's tweeting pictures of empty malls right now. Yeah. Wait. Should we just call him out on? <laughs> oh wait, let me go over to look. So Ben, you were saying while while I investigate Alex's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So so I I think closing the shops was. A, good decision but obviously it's not ideal because you know you're sort of scraping the end of your your food so lucky we managed to hustle a veg delivery and some eggs and some bread so it's quite good for sort of the communities are sort of pulling together and all making a plan but um i also i also ordered a fuckload of meat because there's a an order limit of about say about a thousand five hundred rand and if you don't hit that limit they don't deliver so I've ordered like I think like eight kgs of steak. Nice. But but yeah, it turns out after I'd made that order, those people don't have the right permit yet. So I might only get all that steak after the shops reopen. Oh, uh, swag. Which yeah, oh, that's nice. But at least you'll you'll get it. Yeah. It's a down payment on your future. Yeah, but like it's not a steak, like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, a quick live anyway, update. The, uh, on, on Alex, he has pick, he has tweeted a picture of what looks like Cavendish Square, uh, with empty escalators saying "best more experience I've ever had." So um, I don't see anyone. So maybe he's actually nailed the shopping experience. There's no one there, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. Uh, obviously, South Africans are, are better at this than Mauritians. No, no, we're not. Um, I think Alex just. I, uh, um, no. Yeah. No. It's, uh, <laughs> like I've I've heard traffic constantly outside. Yeah. Like it's not full on traffic, but there's I've like there's not been a minute now, go by that I've not heard a 
cruise pods. I was, I was actually going to ask you, Matt, uh, you, you've went to Cape Town uh, from George for lockdown. Yeah. Where are you in Cape Town? Up, up near Tambour's Cliff. Oh, okay. So up just near, outside, just outside CBD. Yeah, the Cape Town only has like 10, 10 roads around CBD, so everybody has to travel around them, maybe. So everybody's yeah. going to the shops. How, how's lockdown gone for you? Uh, family good? Yeah, family's good at home. I'm good, yeah. All's good, all's good. So are far, you, so good. Are you Three by days yourself, in. Matt? Or? No, no, I'm with my girlfriend. I've decided we'll crash together for the 21 days and acid test the relationship. Yeah, there's yeah, going to be so many that... corona marriages coming from this. Yeah, no, no but I think they're going to, it's either, this is make or break. Like, Matt's either going to be on one knee after this or he's <laughs> going to be on, a, on his bicycle. Like, there's no, there's no half measures now. Yeah. Pretty much. It's, uh, like, like I said, like I said, I went into this knowing it's going to be a, quite an acid test. <laughs> yeah, yeah mainly, mainly bracing. <laughs> to use bracing it in the accounting term that ben, Ben's familiar with. The acid test. Do you know what I was called the other day? I was called a rogue accountant by, rogue by account. our, our auditors. They're like, listen, Ben, you know just enough to be dangerous. You're a rogue accountant. <laughs> You know that something must go this side of the books and that side of the books. <laughs> no, no, but but to someone who doesn't know accounting, I sound yeah. like I know I know accounting. But to someone oh, who actually God. knows accounting, I just sound like someone who's just spouting random terms. So yeah. it's like, yeah, so I sort of walk the line. I, I feel like nice. that's uh, a metaphor for draft as well. You know, just enough to be dangerous. Uh, for all of us when it comes to I don't uh, know. I'm sorry with Super Rugby being cancelled you might be speaking that way to your draft champion Adam oh shit oh, no there'll be a big fat, fat asterisk <laughs> asterisk next to your name um, actually I'll talk a bit more about drafts I'll be a bit separate <laughs> later on um, I haven't actually left left my house in Joburg since lockdown which was uh, it's no, only been day, day three Yo, don't act like a hero I haven't left my house in ten days well, no, yes. no, I, well, fuck you. I'm not saying I'm a hero. I'm just, I'm just, I just gave you a status report. And I went for a run. Classic, classic Adam's I, hype. Oh, oh, you went for a run. In, so you, so you I have, went, no, you have I, I went for a run oh, in oh. my complex basement that's about 50 meters, 60 meters long, doing laps. Yeah, I, I, I did a, I, my garden, it's 16 meters long. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like an owl shape, but I don't run the little bit of the owl. And I did 75 up and downs of it today. Jesus. I, did, I went up some stairs yesterday. <laughs> my legs are so sore. My wife just chewed me. Yeah, clearly you never you never lift anything. Actually, she didn't quite say that. She just said, uh, I, I don't exercise those muscles, clearly. Yeah. So uh, we're all doing our little bits. I haven't been to the shops yet. Yeah, I, did, I look forward to I it. did classic Cape Town. I did a little Zoom, over Zoom yoga session yesterday morning. Yeah, see, there's that. Oh, you did. Oh, never mind. Uh, Alex, as we said, he's he's our prowling malls, so we'll find out if he, if he survives. Um, well, again, we're just going to talk talk go through a whole bunch of news today, uh, and then just towards the end, maybe just chat a little bit about some games, uh, rugby orientated activities you or your friends can do at home while you are in lockdown. So I think first off to start, I think probably the major economic consequence on rugby has been uh, pay cuts across the board. I know Eddie Jones. He is going to be taking a 25% pay cut uh, with the IFU expected to take a £50 million loss. Jones earns around £750,000 a year. So 25% of that would be... uh, Ben, do you have a back on this one? Yeah, about 18-odd thousand, I guess. So you mean 180-odd thousand? 
No, no, eight, uh, yeah, 118, cool. 180 odd thousand. So he, he's taking a pay cut. I know in football on the world that's happening. Uh, Bowden Barrett, he's also confirmed that uh, players are going to be taking pay cuts. I'm just trying to see what if it says here. I know Ian Foster, he said last Saturday, or I think yesterday in New Zealand time, that the coaches and players had agreed to take a pay cut. Uh, in terms of how much, I'm not quite sure. But I think it is known in New Zealand anyway that player salaries are amongst the, the highest line items in terms of expenses. I know in South Africa there were some comments from a Saru official noting they haven't quite gotten to that point yet with South African players because uh, I think he made the comment that we're very people-orientated. <laughs> I can't remember the story of that. But I, no, it's just, I, would, I would guess South African labor laws are pretty tight because South Africa is quite socialist. So yeah. that's probably why they haven't no. laid into them. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't take, but, but, yeah, take but, a but also, my, my impression of the way the South African packages are structured, your actual your base salary isn't amazing. Fantastic, it's your game but, fees. But where, where you sort of make your money is your game fees, and then obviously, if you can, you know, sell pro neutral or whatever on the side, that also helps. Mm. So I, I, I would guess the the clubs are already saving a lot in South Africa by just basically not having to pay match fees. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I think so. Yeah, so so I would say that's probably an equivalent pay cut. They probably players are probably sort of on about fifty percent of what they normally earn anyway, just because they're not playing. And mm. uh, well, yeah. speaking of South African rugby, I know that they have formed a working group that began on Friday for the twenty-one really? uh, a twenty-one day lockdown. They, they, they formed a committee. Oh, that, that, no, that's re- no, it's a working group, and the working group. That, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, that's really work, unlike. What's worse, really committee un- or a working group? <laughs> okay. That's really unlike South Africa, hey, to form a committee. Yeah. Oh, um, what's going on it, there? It, it includes SRAGB, the South African Rugby Employers Organization, which uh, represents the provincial employers. Um, so that's where a lot of the unions that waste a lot of money out in the provinces because they can't generate enough revenue. My Players, which represents the professional players, Sport Employees Unite. That's a trade union representing non-playing employees in the rugby industry. So uh, they're all doing doing their part as well. Sia Khaleesi, I mean, um, ever since being injured, he's been ubiquitous in South African media everywhere. He's now apparently attempting a Guinness World Record during the 21-day lockdown in South Africa. He, while at home, he um, will hit up a digital fist bump relay in an attempt to break the record for the longest social media fist bump relay in a 24-hour period. Yes, it's like so. Uh, uh, I've never, I've never heard of this. I can't imagine the record is. To receive. What's the current? Wait, wait, what's wait, the current record? I, I don't know. Wait, to, to receive. <laughs> oh, here we are. The largest online video album of people fist bumping consists of. Yes, we have gone to places where no one has ever gone before. 10,660 videos. Okay, I want to say, wait, can I guess? Can I guess? I want to see if I've got Zuma knowledge. Is it that fucker PewDiePie? Because I know he likes to fist bump on screen. No, it was, this is by Pepsi. Achieved, achieved on the 14th of November 2016. To be a part of the Khaleesi fist bump challenge, oh, puke, so that Africans should report themselves. <laughs> Receiving, it's not called that, but uh, it, it, and I know it's what it's going to be called. Uh, should record themselves receiving a fist bump from a screen on the left and then pass it on to the next person along with a call out for them to do the same. Post your fist bumps, so you need... fist bumps to Instagram, stories, Facebook, uh, social media. Let's see. Remember to tag at MTNR. Fuck. 
sorry, it's just it's fucking MTN. MTN ZA with hashtag everywhere you stay. Oh, sorry, I just got angry. Just a big rampant commercialism came into. Okay, but, but surely someone has to sort of edit this. Uh, well, yeah, uh, after 24 hours, MTN will collate all videos into a collage, which will be shared with the Guinness World Records and on their social media platforms for you to check but, out. But what if some oak's just fucking there with his dick out or whatever, and then what, they're just going to chuck that onto the collage? No, well, that's what MTN will obviously hopefully have a human pass over everything. Or a human or two. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I, no, I, I'm it was, also not. It, it was like it was like. Remember during the World Cup football final in South Africa, they randomly tried to set a record for the most Elvis impersonators in one sp- in one place. Do you remember that? How do you do that in SA? We've only got like four. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the thing. And like, <laughs> and they they're just like, well, fuck. There's gonna be a lot of people there. What if they all dress as Elvis? Do you think people are there like, fuck, I wasted my World Cup final by dressing as Elvis? No, because people who dress like Elvis, that was their peak of their day. Like, if someone thought it was a good idea, they fucking thought it was an excellent idea and they couldn't think of anything better to do. I don't know. Yeah. Like, the kind of person who would have done it, Ben. I don't think is the kind of person who would have had regrets about having yeah. done it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, look, look, I mean, I know, I know Khaleesi, he's just, I assume, just trying to be a good oak. Um, he very yeah, much gives that like... impression. So I get it. I just irritates me. Maybe, maybe I'm just being very, what's the word, cynical that SNTM are getting involved. Have you seen that college humor clip with Nicholas's Cage's agent? No. That's fucking hilarious. It's basically just it's just taking the piss out. Nicholas Cage is just he'll like kind of be in any movie regardless of what happens. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Like like, but this is this is kind of what what Khaleesi is becoming like at the moment that just anyone's like like hey uh, don't you want to do this yeah yeah I'm totally in I'm yeah. in whatever don't, don't well, even sure. explain like, like I'm, in, I'm doing it well like in Cage's defense he was bankrupt at the time when he did like like National Treasure and that, and shit like that you mean film classic the National Treasure I mean, we, 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 oh no, we are tongue-in-cheek talking about Sia, but um, something that very cool that he is doing is his, the Khaleesi Foundation, Sia's Foundation, just like the obvious, uh, has announced an initiative also on Friday to supply hand sanitizer, masks, goggles, and other vital equipment to Kylie oh. Hospital in Cape Town and Livingston Hospital in Port Elizabeth, supporting efforts nice. to combat the spread of the COVID-19. That was on the uh, Stormers website. The foundation is looking to supply 4,000 liters of hand sanitizer and 400 reusable pairs of goggles and face shields. Um, just for those not, not South African, the public health system is not in the best shape, so uh, they need all the assistance uh, that they can do. I know two of South Africa's richest families, and actually also I think three, including the Motsepes, have all donated one billion rand. They've all donated one billion rand to uh, fight corona. Uh, I know it's like probably... <laughs> Two, four, two to four percent of their fortune, but every bit helps. So just uh, well done to Sir Khaleesi for also doing his part. Uh, I know we spoke about Jamie Roberts last week living his best life. He's gone back to Wales. <laughs> yeah, so he's yeah. chosen not to live his best life. No, yes. he, he decided no, also, to. No, he would have been stuck somewhere for 21 yeah, days. Like, well, no, it's, the thing is, if we, we we say 21 days, but... Yeah, that's the legal yeah, limit. But... It's probably going to be extended. I, no, I, I so, no, so it's, uh, yeah, it's up to three months or something. So, uh, yeah. Ben is draft champion. 
No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, 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 will, I, will, I will fight that. I'll, I, will, I will fight that with, with, with the committee. Um, as you Look, say, ben, yeah. ben, I'm happy to see you, champ, even if it means I've got to take the wooden spoon to do it. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, we can declare wooden spoon invalid. But <laughs> the championship has passed, but the wooden spoon. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the kind of thing. Like, you can award a championship because there's no real implications. But wooden spoon, like, Matt could be facing relegation. So Yeah, exactly. That, that will cause legal issues. He'll take it to, yeah. to the tribunal. And, and Matt, Matt is a lawyer, so he could yeah. just completely take us apart. Like, like yeah. we, we're not strong. Like, me and Alex are kind of, I'm, I'm basically a rogue lawyer as well as a rogue accountant, so. Yeah, something. Yeah, Alex, Alex drafts policy at least, so. Yeah. Something that yeah. might, might be That's similar. why our draft manifesto is like 45 yeah. pages long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, something that might be simmering. Uh, as well from a policy side. I know we talked about pay cuts. I forgot to mention that Australia's professional players, uh, they're currently in the dark about the scale of the pay cuts that they're going to receive. Um, apparently, after Rugby Australia pulled the phone hook up and told them to wait until the organization's AGM on Monday, uh, rumors are stating that cuts might start at 50% and go downwards or whatever it may be, and there are about 190 professional players uh, in Australia. And I know, as we've said, the Australian government, I mean, excuse me, the Australian government have been approached possibly to, to help bail out the game. I know rugby league's also struggling. The AFL and I think the football AFL league, had... It's still going. Yeah, and had to, Yeah. Which is insane. As far as I saw, yeah. Yeah, so it's behind closed doors. But it was weird because the, the guy who runs the AFL seems to be a bit of a, a bit of a character. Yeah. Um, so... But I, I, think really... AFL, I think AFL was... Like part of it, I think I saw something. I'm speaking massively under correction, but I thought AFL was fucked if they stopped. Essentially, like they're basically running to keep themselves just barely. Yeah, but I, I I do think AFL is like it's a lot of like their revenue is from um, stadium attendance. Yeah, so they are largely fucked. Yeah, so like like that's why in a way rugby, I would say Super Rugby could probably do all right behind closed doors. Because it's actually got a very wide viewing audience. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, AFL doesn't really have that same um, pull. It's well, a... yeah, because it's essentially only Australia that watches mm. AFL. So. No, same as uh, rugby league in Australia. They're also probably facing the same conundrum. Uh, yeah, well, well. the league's at least got a bit of a European influence. Did, I saw Sunny Paul was if, showing symptoms actually. Speaking if, of league players. If a if AFL is on, can uh, can we watch some AFL? Because I'm fucking bored without sports. Um, uh, AFL's not on Rugby Pass, and uh, I think it's. I don't so think so. I did have a look at. Have you ever watched AFL? Yeah, I isn't that to, the one uh, with that with like with the Quidditch uh, groups? Yeah. Uh, no, it's a similar concept. <laughs> I used to live with an Austra- I used to live with an Australian, and we used to watch AFL. I've watched a couple of games live in Australia. It's pretty, it's pretty cool, actually. Like, it's I fucking quite... chaotic. Uh, I just don't know the rules, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I dig though. when, I dig they call it like a specky when like the one player like kneels down and the other one just like launches off his back oh, like feet feet into the air. Like it's the most insane. <laughs> That's why I always come from AFL like Falau and Jesse Morgan stuff, and they're just untouchable under the high ball. Yeah, because like highball there is like another bloody like the whole game is basically highball. I'm so glad you mentioned Jesse Bog 
Yeah, we'll get we'll get that. Yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, someone who has has kept busy over the over lockdown period and I guess the last couple of months, Jake White, he has been confirmed as the Blue Bulls technical director, and apparently you can't just say confirmed, Alec uh, Adam. It is no, no, but oh. confirmed has not been co-opted with Corona. You've got to use a different word. Uh, he has been oh, that, 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 that's our word. He has been officially appointed as the rugby director at the Blue Bulls company, and apparently he's going to be there till the 2023 World Cup. And White expresses eagerness to get the ball rolling. The Bulls brand has always been a powerhouse in rugby and respect along the world. Ugh, blah 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 blah. Okay, I'm over that. But what is interesting is they actually have a timeline. Of all the positions Jake White has held, okay, he was born in 1963 in Johannesburg. He went to JP Boys High. Between 1982 and 85, he coached part-time boys. Between 89 and 94, he coached JP Boys. Between 95 and 97, he was a director of coaching for the Transvaal Rugby Union, now the Golden Lions. Uh, he was also the fitness coach and technical advisor for the Gauteng Lions in Super Rugby in the Super 12. He was a technical advisor for the Springboks from 97 to 99. In 2000, he was the assistant coach of the Sharks. 2000-2001, he was the assistant Springbok coach. 2002-2003, the under-21 Springbok winning head coach. Of course, they have to stick that in here. Then he coached the Box from 04 to 07, uh, as we know. The Brumbies from 2012-2013. Uh, the Sharks from 2013-2014. to 2014. He was the Tonga technical advisor in 2014. He was at Montpellier between 2014 and 2017. And then he was at Toyota Fiblitz from 2017 to 2019. If he's been like, getting a pay rise every job hop, this oak is killing it in the job market. Yeah. Um, can I, sorry, sorry, just before we go on to that very diverse CV, can, can I just say that why did the Bulls appoint him now when basically he's just going to be doing nothing? For, like, no, well, he's doing... Like, so what, he can do a lot of... Like, it's not a shit idea because he can do a lot of sort of long-term... So Because no, he's going till 2023. So he's got six months now, essentially, to plan and that and actually get a bit of a head of where he needs to be. So that once rugby starts, I think, because I mean, they, they obviously can still sign cats and so on and that right now. So you can do a lot of background the shit. Lo- the Bulls, the love, bulls love to sign. Yeah, I mean, it's classic Bulls. They've got the biggest signing window they've ever seen now. Watch. I'm surprised we haven't seen someone signed yet. Hmm. Uh, Yo, oh, I guess there's so much uncertainty that people really aren't doing anything like. Also, uh, I, I really wouldn't leave a paying job at the moment. No. Yeah. No, he, maybe... Well, he's got one now, which is even more impressive in a weird way. Yeah. Um, well, that's, yeah, so that's that's going to be my mantra for the next month or so. Uh, just just, just a quick... Can do it, so can I. Yeah, a quick one. Um, Italy, <laughs> Italy have scrapped their rugby season. So that's done and dusted. Also, Newcastle Falcons... Uh, that's Zebra and... That's what the, Zebra and what's the other one? No, it's Italy. Let's not dilute it. Okay. I mean, obviously, they're going through um, hell in brief. So over dilute the it. They're, they're only two teams. It's not a massive dilution. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the, the Italian teams are not playing rugby. Now. So I assume there's no club rugby. I know last week we spoke about the Tom Fury that's happening in the championship in the UK. The Newcastle Falcons, they're busy leading the league by a big margin. But then I think it was on Sunday they issued a statement following comments from the ailing Trail Finders director of rugby, Ben Ward, about legal action if uh, the season ends and the Falcons are 18 points ahead are promoted. They just said in the statement, this is, it's like sour grapes here, 
Uh, they're obviously disappointed with the comments by Ward. With Newcastle, and I quote, currently 18 points clear at the top of the table and having won all 15 of the games, the RFU on Friday announced the remainder of the league season would be cancelled in light of COVID-19. At the, t- at the time, let's see here. However, skipping a bit here. However, with Ealing activ- actively choosing to use the front page of a national publication to dangle a possible threat of legal action against review, we no longer feel qu- feel comfortable uh, to keep quiet. They, they went on to like list that they had won all 15 of their games, including beating Ealing by a bonus point. Um, and they gained no points in the standings. Ealing, meanwhile, they lost two, drew one of their 14 games, despite having played a game less than us, and their remaining eight fixtures would have seen them playing against the two teams who have already defeated them, ourselves and the Cornish Pirates. Sorry, the Cornish Pirates. Sounds like a pie. Um, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a, like a pantomime. Yeah, yeah so, Cornish Pirates just sounds like a gang so, of yeah, things are th- The second act, which th- is fucked it up. Things are getting just a, a little messy, so... Anyway, oh, uh, Matt, this one's for you, by the way. I found this. Um, apparently, who is this? Oh, uh, Harry Johnson Holmes. He says he's going a bit crazy because he's been missing training. Uh, apparently, because he can't scrum. Uh, that's what he says. He says, No, I you must just move your couches. I didn't that's think I've missed training line more as much as I have over the past few days. There's still a ban on passing the footy, so I've been practicing my chip and chase a lot just by myself. Draft pick, you know. While the Waratahs, they're meeting in groups of two or three to stay connected. We've been trying out some video conference stuff, which has been pretty funny to tinker around with. Going forward, we're going to look have a lot of learning sessions so that we can keep the Roby mind active and keep those discussions going. See, uh, he does say that uh, living in a digital world, having those kind of resources are proving pretty handy. Scrumming, scrummaging, obviously, specifically practice for it, is doing it. Things like body shape, blah, blah, blah. He just made the note that he is going a little bit crazy because he can't scrum. So, uh, prop, props like everywhere. I said, he just needs to move his couches around his flat for a bit, or house. It yeah. is going to be quite quite interesting because, say hypothetically, this goes on for like three, six months, whatever. Like, Oz are probably going to come back in really good condition. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of I, read, I, I, I read the opposite. That players are no longer match fit for Super. Yeah, so match fit. No, no, no. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, like, they're going to be like very pre What do they call it? Preseason pump or whatever. Yeah, where Ozil so are like be cut, very like very gym is. strong, but not very um... match fit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so just a little bit different. Uh, but, you know, also, a lot of injuries getting rested nicely. That's true. Yeah. Audi Seville yeah, come yeah, back. No. Draft pick twenty twenty one. If he doesn't, if he doesn't go to, <laughs> doesn't go to league. Uh, something just a little bit different, just to change things up. Well, not really for us. Lawrence Delalio, apparently his credit card. This is from the Daily Mail, so maybe we should even be, be delving into this. Apparently, he had a £10,000 bill from a brothel where police found bondage gear in the basement, and there was a safe full of cocaine in, in the fireplace. So, uh, good on the Daily Mail, just for keeping... Keeping, keeping things classy. Yeah, keeping it classy. So, uh, yeah. I saw another Daily Mail headline today where they're basically um, blaming... Uh, one of the EU negotiators for being the patient zero that's taken out like 10 Downing Street. Which made me think, good on them. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, I've been... Yeah, fuck the revenge. Yeah, I've been... So this is like one last fuck you, just the EU. Just like, boom. Just coughing on coughing yeah. on Bo- Boris Johnson's hand as they're on their way out. Yeah, but there was a video of like Boris Johnson shaking hands with people and stuff. So to no, well, that's, honest, a, no, like, that's all the comments yeah. are like, how the fuck are you blaming this one person? Yeah. And this moron went to a hospital and like exactly. shook hands with everyone. 
Boris Johnson. Yeah, it was like shaky hands with like the bloody corona nurses knob. and stuff. Like. So, what was I going to add? Oh, no, I've forgotten. Um, no, I've forgotten. Got interrupted and I forgot. So. Oh, sorry, we were talking about Lawrence Delelio. No, well, is, I've, is, I've moved is, on from is that. Pro- so. Is prostitution legal in uh, the UK? No. I think in certain parts yeah. of Scotland it might be. but uh, Certain parts? Like, uh, I think in Glasgow and in certain sections. I, I just remember something from ages ago uh, uh. In, in regards to that. I, I don't quite remember. Um, right, since we're all in lockdown and just trying to keep things going, just a couple of things that we've been trying to do uh, within the Elite Rugby Banter community, apart from the mm-hmm. face group activity. Oh, that was the one thing I was going to say. I have been pushing the whole um, screw armchair. What's the disease thing? Understand the the science of disease spreading. Epidemiology. Hold on. Epi. Yes, that sounds right. Epidemiology. Wait. Epi. Epid. Oh my god! It sounds like I'm trying to pronounce a complicated rugby player. It's basically a Karen on Facebook becoming an expert. Yes, epidemiology. Uh, yeah, I've just been pushing uh, any story I get from that. I, uh, um, I try to push content that just says people just. You know, if you don't know anything, shut up. Yeah, leave it. it to the experts. Yeah, also, yeah, really, people must also stop sharing shit. Like, no, there's true. so much just crap out there at the moment that people uh, really, really like calm down. That's the one of the worst things about social media. Unfortunately, it gives people who have uh, who shouldn't really be expressing their opinion on anything of actual natural importance who think their opinion matters. It really doesn't. Uh, yeah, really. If you want to express your opinion, put your money where your mouth is. Pay seven US dollars for a SoundCloud premium account, <laughs> and then, you know, then I think frankly, then yes. I think frankly, you, you've earned the right. <laughs> yes, just because we we pay for a SoundCloud account, we can say whatever we want. And I like where you've set the bar at the bare minimum standard that we seven seven dollars. <laughs> Uh, I thought there was a cartoon oh, of Matt, the Daily oh, Telegraph cartoonist. Adam, he, he did but but, but we, just, we, we pay for a SoundCloud premium at the moment. Yeah, but how, how much did normal SoundCloud not premium get us? Like how many hours a week? Oh, uh, we just free. Oh, uh, free gives yeah. you like 180 minutes, which we blew past yeah, okay. in like a week. So, yeah, well, sometimes yeah. we'd hit that in a podcast. Yeah, that, that, was, that was like yeah. two weeks. That was like two years ago. That was back in the dark days where we were just like, no, fuck it. We just keep going. Yes. Before, before sanity and also our, our partners. Uh, yeah, well, before bloody before children appeared as well. Yeah, no, that's that's true. Uh, I know the Daily Telegraph cartoonist Matt. He he does quite funny cartoons. He did one of like this guy standing at a lecture and saying, uh, "If you pick up symptoms of being an armchair epidemiologist, self-isolate for 21 days," uh, which is which is also quite funny as well. So mm-hmm. as I was saying, in terms of activities to keep you going. I know that one thing that we've been doing, and I know the quizzes have been getting like quite technical. I know we've been on a bit of a break, it seems. I have seen a bunch of messages. Yeah. Guys in our uh, ERB group, they have been coming up with spot quizzes over 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 the, the last couple of These weeks. These quizzes look so fucking hard. No, they're, they're getting super yeah, ben, hard. Ben, the only one, the only one I joined in on were the picture ones, where like you literally just have to say the words of the pictures out loud, and you're like, yes, it's a name. Yeah, and, and they've also been delving into technicalities of, it's meant to be fastest finger first or fastest answer first on WhatsApp, but arguments have broken out of controversies say, such as, oh, but this answer appeared on my screen first, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So you can do WhatsApp quizzes with amongst your friends and award virtual trophies. I think yeah, Tiny you know, Alex... If, if you, if you want to like, like, basically lose all your friends, 
Yeah. Look, if you want to put your phone down for an hour and come back to 500 plus unread messages, it's. Oh, I came back to more than a thousand the other day. Yeah. Yeah, but, I can imagine. Yeah, if you missed two quizzes, it's easy past a thousand. Jeez, I see. Yeah. Phil's already launched a quiz this morning, uh, and he's got pictures of, of Oaks. I don't know where he even gets this uh, stuff. So yeah, he's quizzes. Yeah, but this the morning, thing is, Phil, Phil has time on his hands because his 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 work is closed. Yeah, so Phil's quiz today is name the starting 15 for the Lions versus the Chiefs in 2010, They're most famous, where they famously lost 72-65, based on the following pictures, and it's all. Well, I, re- it's... I recognize Todd Clever, Derek Minnie, um, oh shit, I didn't even know, if, is that Franco Mostat? No, that's a flanker, I don't know who that is. Okay, but I mean... Flank- uh, Flanco Mostat. Flanco Mostat, yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex is currently the, I mean... the winner. He's got how many virtual trophies? Six and three, full four. Um, Alex Hornsby has got one. Uh, I feel like the hidden superpower is uh, Mitch. Mitch Evans from ERB. Sure, he knows his rugby. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the only reason he hasn't won more fucking... is we do quizzes when he's asleep. When he plays, yeah, he just yeah. dominates the competition. So Mitch Evans, you are I fat... <laughs> the champion. Yes, I had a fat <laughs> chuckle when he, did it, when he did the Queensland one. And then just got, and everyone was just fucked, and they couldn't answer. Like, I just checked, like, at least three or four of his questions got skipped. They're just like, no, guys, it's like a solid 10 minutes of us just guessing right No, but it was like, like John who, Smith. Who, but it was like, who was Quaid sent to partner at school and stuff? Like, it was like, properly hard. Yeah, but he's even dominated, like, weird quizzes. Like, he would tell you, uh, Stocky Tanakon. Like, that would be an answer to a question, and he would know that. He would know some bizarre, tiny little classic, fact. Classic, classic, classic Adam Ben. Ben, you Adam just needs to pull a player out of the air, and it's like, ah, yes, this Bulls player. No, Stocky's on a Combs Alliance player. Yeah, dude, he's like, oh, he probably started and, at the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, but did he, act, he actually played for the Kings as well, man. Yeah, I think yeah, he no, did. No, 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 he finished off, yeah. He finished off Super Rugby at the Kings. Right? Yeah, so uh, it's, it's been actually quite fun, but also quite stressful. Um, I haven't even managed to win a quiz. I, I, when I just get one point, I'm, I'm really happy. Yeah, so. I, I won't lie, none of us are qualified to host... Like, basically, the a podcast should be, like, Phil, Mitch Evans, and Ant. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, they actually know rugby. Like, we just chat shit. Oh. No, yeah. they do. I like, I mean, Ant's tactical mind, I actually played him in a couple of games at Rome Total War, and he, he beat me twice in battles. He pulls, like, sneaky little maneuvers, always trying to outflank me and all that sort of stuff. So, which tells me a lot about his draft strategy, in a certain sense. To, to a degree yeah. so he's really... uh, maybe, maybe you should ask uh, the 2020 draft champion about draft strategies um, well, ben, ben, what's your <laughs> ben how's your knowledge yeah wait Ben here's a, a proposal how's your knowledge on the 2013 Super yes, Rugby season actually, thank you man what a, what a great segue so how is your knowledge Ben on the 2013 Super Rugby season um, it's, it's alright I think uh, if I kind of would you like... figure out which one it was, because then I was at uni, so I used to basically watch every Super Rugby game. Ben, Ben, would you like to be a technical advisor for Van Vake and Bake? This is the um, sorry, a quick bit of context. Alex and Phil they teed us yeah. all up about two to three weeks ago about a mystery Super Rugby event. In a nutshell, it, we've been doing a speed draft that we only got through four rounds in the space of. I know we had a draft that took about an hour, two hours. Uh, for the 2013 season. So first of all, big up to uh, Alex and Phil. For first of all, I don't know where they got the data to, to do this accurate. Yeah, the data is, I think, the most that, impressive. That, that's super impressive. They managed to dig up stats of every single game for the 2013 season. And what we did is we did a draft at the beginning of, at the, uh, well, not the beginning, just before the season began, of the 2013 players. 
And over the course of the season, Alex will read out a res- the results, Tanias tries, and then points are allocated also based on slightly more basic stats than, than we use now. So you get tries, uh, I think tackles, but the penalties are a lot lower. So kind of old-fashioned scoring at this stage. And no, when the like, na- I think it's a bit closer to the old Fox system. Yeah, and when the name Jesse Mark came out, Ben, that's what I'm saying. Oh, about. I love Jay yeah, Mark. Jay Mark, I think, is my favorite player They literally, time. Alex literally called you out. Or four. They said, oh, Ben will be frothing right now. Would you, would you draft oh, a Jesse Mark? You fucking got to draw. Who drafted Mark? Uh, Alex Hornsby. He, he drafted Mark. Oh. So, um, was it a draft or was it a free agent? Uh, no, I think he drafted him. There's uh, no way Mog would be a free. Mog is fucking gold. Who got Adam? Who got? Who got Adam Thompson? He. I don't think he was there. I don't, think, I don't know. Who, I think he I might have. Don't been. think anyone's. He no was, one's got him. Yeah, he, no one's is got really? him. If, if he's playing, he's a free agent. I don't think he was there though. Surely, someone would have drafted I, Adam Thompson. Yeah, I think Adam. Maybe 2012 was his last year. But yeah, the. The team so. names that we have, uh, Van Vakenberg, <laughs> that's uh, Matt's team, Ben. Do you like Dags, Mr.? Oh, they didn't put the names up here, though. I'm just trying to remember. Oh, that's Andrew. Oh, I, I, so, uh, Whore Island. Adam, Adam, tell everyone your name in shame. <laughs> I called my team Whore Island after Andrew Hall because of Anchorman, as it kind of came out around about that time. Oh, oh, oh so even the names had to be uh, dated. Uh, <laughs> well, not quite, but... Alex said we didn't have to do a pun. Everybody did a pun apart from Alex Hornsby. I don't really know about the Norton Nightmare. That's quite niche, unless I don't know anything. There's also Always Sunny and Phil Burley Delphia. I think that That's was good. That was Ants. I, 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 once had, I once had a team named Always Sonny in Philadelphia. Nice. <laughs> and then Phil called his team the Red Hot Villy Peppers, which... Uh, oh, that, that's a cool name, yeah. No, it's a very that's good actually... So, uh, yeah. Matt... V- Vili Brits or Vili LaRue, though? I, I immediately thought about Vili LaRue. And also... I think it's Vili LaRue. And Phil also immediately thinks about Vili LaRue as well. And so. Phil drafted Vili LaRue, apparently. Yeah. Um, he did. Oh, yeah, because cheetahs and stuff would be around then as well. Yeah, eh? the cheetahs yeah, they, and kings. It's the season that like, there was no line. The team yeah, oh, so is a Springbok incubator. It's the, <laughs> no, but it's, so it's the 18th... It's the 18-team Super Rugby. That was 2013. Uh, yeah, where the Lions got relegated. Yeah, it's the one. It's the season the Lions missed, and the Kings played their oh. first season. No, it's not the 18-team. Oh. It's the it was a Super 15 when the Lions got relegated. So there's no Lions players. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but uh, so you wanted to get some technical advice, Matt, from um, the current 2020 asterisk next name reigning draft champion. <laughs> No, we, we, we can discuss later off the air. Yeah, let's not, let's okay. not while Adam's yeah, listening. Like this, yeah, let's oh, not geez. give Adam any pearlers. Uh, but yes, yes. Uh, overall, guys, if you want to go do an insane ton of legwork, so again, full X, well done, you can take us some yeah, stats, no, and no. you can do a fake draft for, if you want to, the 2014, 2015, 2016 seasons. I'd argue there's probably better and up-to-date information based on that. Uh, the currently leading, um, it would be Ant. He's currently leading at 20 points. I'm second. On 19, so I think as we joke, 2013 was my year. It's just as past yeah, me by. 2013, Adam's there. Yeah. Weren't you in Australia? Weren't you in Australia then? Uh, no, I, I spent most of the year being a freelance journalist, actually covering. I think the beginning of the Oscar trial, I was around. So yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. Um, and then last is Matt Van Baker Baker. Full is second last with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So guys, you could do that. 
Um, I, I only, I, out of the four rounds we've done, Ben, I've only lost a round. I'm just saying. Matt the Cat. Yeah. Well, I am Matt at the, the bottom, cat. but I've only lost a round. Uh, typic, typical... Uh, which Alex is this, though? Oh, it's, it's only Hornsby. one Alex. Yeah. Um, Alex Hornsby, he either comes third or last. Or second or last. That's all he keeps doing. Second or last. So, guys, you could do that uh, as a game. It, it's quite fun. Especially when Alex reads out the results. I don't even remember who scored tries. That's the most exciting part for me when he starts going through the games. Plus, that's and strategy of drafting Sergio Peterson in the first round because he knows he scored a try on debut, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Ben, it's, it also, was a like, shame. Like, like, Ant was only like 10 years old when this was happening. No, well, this like, is what we were discussing. He was like, still at school. How does he have this no, knowledge? No, I, I, like, actually, I actually chewed him about that. He said, no, no, no. I was in third year varsity. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no. I, I, played, I played rugby with him that year. Oh, did you? Must have. Oh, yeah, yeah, he said he was it was to be. Was he like the young buck in the team? Uh, no, he. I don't think he joined us in his. I think he joined us in his like. Um, I don't think he joined us in first year, but he was like, he was like, no, I can't play hooker. But Ampty was small, and we were like, fuck you, we have like a nine hundred kg pack. You can go play wing. <laughs> and then it turns out Ant was actually a really good hooker, but I think now he plays flank. Yeah, I know for the Turtles, his club side, he says he, was sh- he He played hooker, I think, last season, the season before, but he was moving to flank. Um, yeah, no, no, the Turtles, that was, so I was, so I played five years of Turtles, that's uh, how I know. I see, okay, now, now I understand. Yeah, yeah, uh, so. Well, I, I, I'm not surprised, I was chatting no, to him during Turtles the week. Turtles are fucking, like, it's in, like an institution. I, right? I asked him how he's keeping fit, and he lives in quite a tall building. He said he was going to go for a run though. up and down some stairs. And he came back yeah, off no, an hour later and he said he was broken. So I did stairs no, for like five and, minutes. And, and is super fit. They like... Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't... I you have no, no other news, Oaks. Or anything else to chat about, to, to be quite honest. I'm done. Anything else you guys want to, want to mention? Uh, well, what about who beat who in FIFA to claim the Calcutta oh, yeah. Cup? Oh, oh yes. Sorry. Uh, I actually the had it open news. somewhere. <laughs> Give me a second. The yeah. we leave it... Leaving it for the end of the day. Yes. Yeah. Uh, here we are. This is the most significant thing. Scotland finally claimed the Calcutta yeah, Cup. Yeah, we had Adam Hastings. He's officially claimed the Calcutta Cup unofficially back for Scotland after he beat Henry Slade in FIFA. Yeah, uh, so I think that's completely legit and England must hand it over. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's a sanctioned match, obviously. It was yeah. televised. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, England, uh, frankly... Calcutta Cup, and no one from South Africa, please put the World Cup on the line, because yeah. I don't, I don't know how good our FIFA skills are. I, I reckon, do you know who I, I reckon? Think... Do you know who I reckon's really good at FIFA is Damien Dallander. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't like, think there any. Like he the kind of guy who would be really good at FIFA. And kind I of don't think there are any South Africans playing in this tournament, thankfully. No, we, yeah, we keep our powder dry. No, that's good. Like, I, think... I, I don't want to risk the World Cup on a game of FIFA. Like, it was stupid mm. of England to risk the Calcutta Cup on a game of FIFA. And frankly, now they, they're suffering for that stupidity. Good. Um, okay, well... But it's a nice, it's a nice touch. For, I actually think it's a nice bit of content making from Rugby Pass to get themselves bored. Because as Alex punted right when this started, that online streaming or online content like this is going to be important. Well, yeah, but like... I don't know, like, it's actually a problem for us because people can listen to podcasts, like, when they're driving or when they're, like, actually doing work. 
But you know, if you're just doing nothing, you'll rather like watch YouTube videos and stuff. Yeah. On my view, at least. But yeah, let's, mm. uh, let's see. So. Please, please listen to us, guys. Yeah, basically that's what I'm Yeah, I know this this episode's been a bit all scatterbrain and uh, all over the show. So that's so on brand, though. Well I done. Know. So if you have been listening to us, thank you very much for hanging in there. I think uh, on that note, that that will wrap us up. But just to state the obvious, I know we do tongue in cheek, joke a lot about Corona, but just to emphasise, it's uh, we hope that all, everybody out there is making sensible decisions and staying home and being safe. And uh, just if, unless you're a disease spread expert or a member of a government task team, uh, let the experts handle it, please. Um, same as rugby, we're experts. You can leave that to us, that's for sure. So, oh. <laughs> Adam, you just invalidated that whole statement <laughs> yeah, about Corona. So now. <laughs> big call, the big call of the day. Sponsored by MTN, if they can sponsor this high five relay or whatever oh, it is, they can sponsor it. Uh, but yeah, cool. yeah, guys, there's a long, long road to go. Um, so this, this little try keep my heads, and uh, let's take it day by day. So Ben, thank you very much for for joining us. Uh, Matt, yeah. thank, thank you very much for for joining yeah. us as well. Oh, cool, pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, uh, I see that. Yo, I'm, it's I'm great to have Matt back on the time zone, eh? Yo, mm, it's nice being around. It makes it makes it so much easier. So that's for sure. And also to be in a similar similar like. A mental state to everyone else because fuck where everyone was starting the day and I was finishing my day was weird as well yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening we will be back next week I guess and just yeah, stay safe cheers